0: Welcome to the Soul Rollers Podcast, where we discuss jujitsu, life, and self mastery. Here are your hosts, Jackson Gage and William Dennis. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 13 of the Soul Rollers Podcast. My name is Jackson Gage. I'm here with William Dennis and. Uh, yeah we're just here to talk about some more jujitsu and life and self-mastery in the journey that that we're on Uh, on the last episode we talked about william's first competition which was uh i thought it was a really good episode he went in depth about how he felt and uh, what he went through what he learned what his struggles were so definitely check out that episode and uh yeah we just got a few things to discuss today so
1: um yeah man how you doing william Good man. Uh, excited. Uh, even through that competition, like the experience, uh, connected with a few guys. Like we talked to our friend Juan and his son just competed, and he sent us that video of his son competing, and it really just took me right back to when I competed. It was exciting, man. There's the thrill and almost a joy to what you you walk away with when you compete. There's and now I get why Coach always walked up to me and was like, "Hey, you ready? Let's go. Let's go compete." And I'm like, "Whoa, all right. Like, what the heck?" I know now why as a black belt, he looks at us and goes, Hey, I want to get you in there. Like, I want you to know what this is like. And, uh, and it also gives him a, a chance to shine as a coach too. Cause I was, I really gained a lot of respect for him and, and what he's created in, you know, his Academy and everything he's done as a black belt after having that experience with him. you know,
0: That's good, man. And I think there's uh, and for the people listening, there's, I just want to make it, clear as well you if you're doing jujitsu there's a lot of different reasons you could be doing it you could be doing it because you like the camaraderie William likes the competition at this point I have no urge to compete so I represent you who's listening who doesn't have an urge who just wants to go and have camaraderie get in shape learn something do something hard every night that'll do a lot for you as well you know it's doing it's doing everything it's like the best thing in my life right now and I'm not competing at all so just remember, we all have different goals within jujitsu and jujitsu will give you whatever you need at that moment in your life. So just get in there and go for it if you haven't yet. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So,
1: well, just remember how this all started, man. I never had, I didn't, I was scared, I was scared of doing jujitsu because I thought I'd get staff. <laughs> you remember mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the only reason I started jujitsu was because of you, like you got a hold of me and told me what it was doing for you and your experience with it. And I'm like, well, can I even do it, man? Is that like, do you get staff from just training? And yeah. like, what? Like, no. And I'm like, well, how do I get a gi? What do I even do? Like, I, I didn't know anything, right? Yeah. So, you know, just because you're not competing doesn't mean you weren't the, the perfect catalyst to get me started. And then once I got started, I was just trying to figure out, man, like, you know, I'm sore, like, do you keep going? And we were just kind of guiding each other through, And it was just like enthusiasm kind of carried us through to get to this point, right? I was feeding off of your enthusiasm in the beginning, and then it started building in me. And then we kind of encouraged each other through this process. And so I never dreamed of competing in jiu-jitsu. I've never even thought about it until my coach walked up to me and asked me, you know? So you don't have to have a plan, but like you said, jiu-jitsu will give you everything you need and it may not be competing. I don't want people to think just because I shared my experience and I'm passionate about it now and and what I got from it, it means that they have to do it too. I'm just passionate about jujitsu itself and my coach and my experience led me to compete. That's not saying mine is better than anyone else's or worse, or I'm just sharing what I personally experienced. Maybe it connects with you. Maybe it encourages you or maybe your unique experience. And that's what I love about you and I doing this together is that we come, we always, that we have very different viewpoints, very different experiences, but we're very, very close as friends and brothers so that you've expanded me and changed the way I look at life because you're not the same as me. And that's a benefit, not a hindrance to our yeah. relationship, right? So nothing I share is uh, taking away from the experience. It's only just simply another avenue, another uh, experience to be had. So, and I never dreamed I would compete. I really didn't until my coach yeah. I'm like, what the heck? And, and so everything
0: we say is, is just for the listener, man. Everything we say is, you know, you, you may just to reiterate, you may relate with what William's saying. You may relate with what I'm saying. Um, but as long as you get in there and it's a whole different experience for a whole different set of people, man, everybody goes in there for a different reason, but there's something magical about it. It'll Like I said before, you go in there and you go in there and you put yourself in those situations and you do it and you stay consistent and it will magically give you what you need in your life. And that may be competition. That may be, for me, it's like, a, it's my church, man. That's my spiritual place, man. I, I, there's nothing better. Like right now on Tuesdays, me and a, me and a partner, um, a buddy of mine, uh, another blue belt, he's, you know, a little further along than me. We we don't have class during the, uh, that evening. So I asked if we can use the the gym And for me, it's freaking church, man. I get to go there. I might smoke a little weed ahead of time. We got the, we have the fucking speakers. I put on some reggae and we just drill for hours. And that for me, that's the fucking pay dirt, bro. That's fucking, that's it, man. I've won the fucking lottery of jujitsu for me being able to do that, you know? So we're all going to have different experiences with it for sure. But it's, um, it's, it'll, it'll be
1: a game changer for your life. Yeah. That's funny because for for me like i take the my stepson my my little my buddy i take him to class at 5 you know 5:30 and then i have class before or after that you know and so me and the other dads that bring their kids we all roll together and drill and stuff like that while the kids are doing their class so we mm-hmm. always find time and you find time to connect and it's it's a lifestyle it really becomes a, a very healthy part of your life it really it, it finds its way to just grow into something wonderful so and that even takes us into something I wanted to talk about was you know how you're saying like it fine it gives you what you need how true is that with the experience of learning jujitsu and going through the challenges that it presents you which is what you really need in life and you know to self-mastery you know you need to fail you need to challenge yourself you need to struggle we adversity is our is our ally not not our enemy you know what i mean and yes. so how did you get that experience from um that plateau the stuff you're talking about with half guard and stuff like that especially because you worked so hard and had injuries come up and got back in there so it's like it kills your momentum then you have to rebuild that momentum up and and continue to learn while dealing with injuries and plateaus which we all deal with it's it's a it's part of the journey because it's supposed to be all right it's the that's our ally our adversity yes um, any of that ring true to you and and like how has that been coming up for you lately yeah that's a good topic for uh for this episode um
0: the plateaus because bef- even before I started I would hear people who I know who are in jiu-jitsu talk about hitting a plateau and if you're not in it, you it's hard to understand. It's hard to relate to what they're talking about because you have no fucking clue, you know. And uh so I think I've mentioned it before. I've just I've been working on half guard for a while. Um, you know, I've been for maybe over a year. And I just put myself in that just I just put myself in that position and I try to work from there. And usually it gets past, you know, I get past over and over and over and over and over. And this is a year and a half, but you know, um. I got the, I think it was John Danaher and um, Bernardo Faria were talking about it, Faria, however you say his name, um, awesome dude. Uh, they were talking about how bigger dudes over 35 should learn half guard because you really minimize the movement of these faster, younger dudes if you're good at half guard. And um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. And so a year and a half, I'm working on fucking half guard and I'm not getting any better at it. And I'm watching videos, um, you know, we don't do a lot of half guard at my gym right now. So we'll get it here and there. But when I get a chance, I put myself in that in that position. And that's something else, I've said it before, but just for anybody who's new, um, it's it's a lot easier to try to just stay on top and, and try to win each role, you know? And, and that's an egotistical thing. But if you want to, you have to get good at your guard. So especially when you're new, Put yourself in that position and it's going to you're going to get your ass whooped, but you're going to get your guard pass. But that's the only way you're going to get good at it. Get into the position you like um, in guard and just keep working it. And uh, so for like a year and a half, I'm working on my motherfucking half guard and I'm I, I'm learning a little little things here and there, but it's never working during rolling. And uh, it got to the point where I'm like, I start asking my buddies, what other fucking guard should I try? Because this is not working for me you know, and some of them are like, fuck half guard. Why are you doing that anyway? I put people in half guard just to pass, you know, because half guard, if you're passing, you want to get that's a, you know, if you're doing like pressure passing or whatever passing you want to put people in half guard too. So it's a, it's a double bladed sword. Right. So, uh, you know, Oh, try this, try spider or yeah, whatever, you know? Um, and, uh, so my mind's starting to give up on fucking half guard and, this is like a year and a half of trying. And then, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, my professor was uh, out of town. So the guy that was supposed to show up on a Sunday morning, the professor, he forgot. So it was just a few of us in there with no, so we just had like an open mat and me and that my partner, Steve is blue belt. Um, he, we just worked half guard for a couple hours and started, he was trying to pass my half guard and we were filling holes in, filling holes in, filling holes in. And by the end of that day, I was like, fuck, I get it now. I get, it was like a, it was like one of those, one of those light bulb moments, right? A year and a half. And I'm like, why didn't I get this before? I get this now. I fucking understand half guard at a much better level. I understand how to use this. I understand how to put things together from here. Not that I can do it much better, but I'm confident in doing it now because I understand the concept of what's going on. And that took me a year and a half of getting every night, getting it past, not working at all, not working at all to where a light bulb finally came on. And like, now I want to go get in half guard more because now I understand how to use it. And uh, I think that's huge because everybody who does jujitsu is going to hit plateaus. And if you don't stick with something, there's no way you can get good at it. And I want you to be able to use my experience to say, it's going to fucking, it's going to work. You just have to keep doing it. You have to keep trying. And like we talked about that concept applies to anything in your life. And that's what jujitsu teaches you because you can read books that tell you that shit and it's nice and it, and it, you understand, but when you spend a year and a half trying something and, and it doesn't work. And when I say it doesn't work, it's fucking, you're getting, you're getting your ass beat by not every time it doesn't work, you get, you're getting your ass beat. You know, and you keep doing it, and you keep doing, it and you keep trying anything in life. That applies to every single thing in your life. If you want to do something, you consistently fucking work on it over and over and over, and put your passion into it, and you love it, and you put your passion into it, and you believe it's going to work. Eventually, the light bulb is going to come on, and that shit's going to work. You know, whether that's your business or your vision or whatever it is you're working on. So, um, in a nutshell, that's my plateau story, and I think that's something we can continue to discuss here because. A lot of people are going to have that issue. And uh, it's, there's a light, there's definitely a light at the end of that tunnel, you know, just, you just can't quit. And that's with everything, everything in your fucking life, you know, you just got to keep doing it and I've, I can take that and we can take that lesson and, and apply it to, to everything, man. So yeah, man, that's my uh, that's my plateau story. And it really got me pumped up and more motivated about jujitsu and more falling in love with jujitsu, even more, you know, because yeah, it's, it's that's the
1: secret, right? Yeah. I mean what but it's the opposite of what we've been conditioned to believe with the school system, right? It's all about the A, it's about 100% perfect, right? You got to get yeah. 100% or you didn't do good enough. Yeah. You know, even if you get 50%, what if you're 50% better at half guard than you were when you started? That's a win, right? Yes. But in that's school it's an F. Yeah. It's a fail. And so how fun is it to fail all the time? until you're in jujitsu and and what even the story if you broke down the story and the way you shared it it was perfect to be able to apply it to life and your dreams or your business or anything you're trying to accomplish in life duration matters like how long are you willing to commit to it like you were saying like your brain started going hey time to switch to something else right usually when that doubt comes in and that's uh, okay time to switch something else you're inches away from the breakthrough from the from the light bulb like you said so it three free from gold. Remember that book, you know, like, man, we're, we're right there. We just did all the work to get right there. And now we're stopping right when we're about to hit gold. you know, and then yeah, man. also sticking to one specific thing, why, you know, if you jump from this to that, to this, to that, you know, just whatever's shiny in, in in the moment or whatever's popular in the moment, you know, if you watch the trends, how can you ever get good at something, you know, sticking to it. Long enough to actually grow in it, you know, failing and knowing that I talked to a guy the other day about it because he was asking me, man, I I never can get to pit stop. I can never get a triangle. And I was just showing him a few simple things. And what coach always says is, Your worst day is your best day. And I'm like, what? You know, and he started talking about it. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Because on your worst day, when your stuff's not working, it shows you like, oh, and then one when it works boom huge light bulb moment because you've experienced the worst of it you know what it has to offer like the worst of it like prepares you to have that light bulb moment you know because you can't have light won't be as valuable if there was no darkness to you know expose you to the light in a more powerful way so and you know not getting a move isn't that dark it's not that scary of life i'm just saying i mean it can be It can yeah, be. <laughs> without darkness, there is no light, you know, there's no brightness and in, in the the miracle of the light, you know, so in that story, it contains all that it's it's the secret to success, right, but it's not a secret. It's just not fun, right, it's you're in discomfort, but is it a discomfort that that builds you up that it, that serves you, or is it a discomfort that you use to beat yourself up with, right, yeah. oh, you're failing you suck, or in jujitsu, it's like, Oh, you're failing. You're a white belt. No shit. You're supposed to fail. What do you, what are you thinking? Right.
0: Yeah.
1: I remember one time I got really frustrated when this blue belt was whooping my ass and he was doing everything I was trying to do, but just doing it to me at like a blue belt level and just great at it. And he's awesome. I mean, he taught me so much and I remember getting frustrated and I hit the mat and coach just kind of turned his head at me and looked at me like, what do you expect, bro? Like, and I'm like, ah, you're right. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this moment is for me. Oh, I'm- damn. Coach caught that, that ego moment too. That was yeah. even worse. Made it and worse. he's so calm and he's just like, oh, hey, ego, what's up? Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, I see. You yeah. want me to grow. You want me to become a better man. You know, like I'm yeah. becoming a better human being. Yeah. You know, and that, that's, that all of that is in that story.
0: Yeah. And that one quote you said, and, and I've also heard it in the form of, you know, a bad day for your ego is, is the best day for your soul. And that's 100%. Yeah, 100 true, man. And that's why soul rollers. That's why jujitsu is, is, you know, that's why you walk out of there feeling good every day. And even if you're a white belt, blue belt, purple belt, black belt, you know, you're still gonna, you're still gonna fail. You, that's that's the beauty of it all. You know, you don't, you don't get a magic belt one day that makes you un, un, that makes you in. What's the word I'm looking for? Impenetrable. You know, makes you fucking invincible like that it's never going to happen. The coat, my coach is always telling us about like people come train and, oh, you know, I keep, you know, about when this guy got me in this arm bar or he'll have the guy teach it. Hey, this guy got me in this arm bar. Can you teach my guys? You know? Yeah. Stuff like
1: that. What's that quote about like, if there's no enemy, enemy within one without cannot harm you, you know? Yeah. Same thing. Right. If I don't see failure as, as something negative, then, if someone else goes, oh, you're not even good at jujitsu. I'd be like, no shit. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. Why else would I be going? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. If I had it all figured out. There'd be no fun.
0: Exactly. And that's why, it.
1: It, right?
0: Yeah. And that's, you've heard, uh, you probably heard uh, Eddie Bravo has talked about that. On, I think he was talking to Joe Rogan. And he was saying how uh, jiu jitsu weeds out like douchebags, you know, big people with big egos. Like, it'll, and, and you just get a bunch of like humble, cool people in that community because if your ego is too large and you 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 just can't take it man there's no way you can take that you know
1: well and that can go into something even more unless you have more we can drag out of that story which i thought was awesome um is that support system that jujitsu becomes like it's so powerful like you don't get a bunch of negative dudes telling you you suck and you're an idiot like it's just not like that and that's what I thought it was going to be I don't know if you remember when you're telling me to go I'm like oh, yeah. I don't know man like I don't want to go back into that like locker room kind of talk like back in the day you know and you're like no 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 no, go you got to go meet Victor you got to go and and sure enough when I got there I'm like oh what the you know like this is amazing yeah and it's it's yep. just- to me that's one big light bulb moment i've had for life and self-mastery is the support system naturally built into what jiu-jitsu is yes. and that has been mind-blowing for me because now i'm like oh as i'm building my coaching business or what i'm doing outside of Jujitsu, how can i take the value of this naturally it's like the foundational it's just a foundational for Jujitsu. it's you have a mentor you have support system it's just all built in yeah. you know and it's so powerful i'm like no wonder this helps people grow and they become such wonderful human beings yeah it's just and built correctly yeah you know? not
0: not only do you have one mentor you have a whole pyramid of mentors you know exactly. you have mentors upon
1: mentors all at different levels you know yeah. and, and then, then you, people below you even that, that, that you can mentor you your own yeah. progress. I and mean, that's another thing to point out in your story. I guarantee you, you've had success and your coach was seeing your progression. It's just from our perspective, we couldn't see our progression. Cause yes. even when I went to that tournament, I didn't think that, you know, I could win it. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know, I'm like, oh crap. I didn't have the perspective that my coach had, but he knew my progression. And even from winning in jiu-jitsu, you can still learn. Here we go back to the, the plateau. For me, when I watched the videos after I competed, I see that the way because I've been working on my clothes guard for what a year now. Yeah, um, I think, you know, we we've me and you. I've took that from you. You're like, hey, I'm sticking with this. And I'm like, hey, I really enjoy this, so I'm gonna stick with this. You know, I've taken that from you, and we're, we're helping each other learn and stick with one ideal, like one goal, and then keep learning the other areas of jujitsu on top of this foundational focus, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And for me, I saw that. I was just setting up my attacks only. I wasn't going for sweeps. I didn't have like different uh, setups that I was going for. I was just going for my attacks and it worked cool. But what got you here is not going to get you there. So it's time to evolve. It's time to grow. So even when you succeed, so to speak, there's still more to learn, right? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's never the same thing. And that's the, yeah, that's the beautiful
0: web of, um, working on one thing in jujitsu. And I, just to reiterate that to anybody who's listening, because I'm sure a lot of the people listening are, may, might be newer or might be trying to figure out their game. I got a buddy who's been a Blue Belt for a few years and he's just barely trying to figure out what kind of game he wants to focus on. And um, I think, you know, when you focus, like you're saying, when you when you focus on something you really like and you get good at it, you know, you try all these different ways to make your your guard work or to to get a sweep from half guard. There's so many different options to do that. But this one, okay, this one keeps working on people. Eventually they start defending it. Okay, now what do I do for that defense, you know? And then it just becomes this fucking web starting from something you really enjoy doing. And then you build this game up, you know, you build this game based on what what fits you. And all of a sudden, you know, you're doing this same, you're doing close guard, for eight years straight and perfecting it and, and figuring out the puzzle, every fucking, every stoppage, everything that someone does to block what you're doing, you are figuring out answers. Now, when you go up against somebody who's only defended against what you're doing, like, uh, this is another thing. Bernardo Ferri says, cause he was working on half guard for years. He says, you know, I've practiced this 10,000 times. Most of the people I go up against have only defended against it a thousand times. I'm going to win that battle every single time, you know? So, um, that's the importance of sticking with that. And then something else you touched on the community. The other part of this, the jujitsu community, is you build this brotherhood with people who you may not nev- have ever connected with on, on, on any other terms. And but you've connected through this, this really deep art that you both love. So, you know, you make you you make some really cool freaking friends, man. Like, like right now, my training partners, just for an example. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, man, I'm blessed to be making friends with these people because like my one, one friend is he's fucking, he's a hunter, man. He's fucking archer. He's a hunter. His whole, he's very good at it. He's done it his whole life. And you know, he's showing me how to hunt, showing me how to bow hunt. He's teaching me all the intricacies to that. My other, the other guy trained with every week, he's a fucking professional salsa dancer. I don't even fucking know that that's something I've always wanted to try. You know, he goes to these events with these ladies and dances and shit. I'm like, let's fucking go, bro. And my other training partner, I train with all the time. He's, he's been surfing his whole life. And he's like, bro, as soon as it's hot, I'm going to teach you how to surf. So here I am learning jujitsu. And as an offshoot of that, I'm learning to hunt. I'm learning to fucking surf. I'm learning to salsa dance, you know, with these guys who, who are like, you look, you look at like brothers and, um, you know, it's just, it's definitely jujitsu is a blessing in a lot of ways. And the community is very, very awesome, man. So, and that's one of the reasons I want to give this podcast back to that community. And I think you feel the same way because this is what we love to do. And we're sharing what we love with anybody who's out there. So
1: definitely on that
0: topic, definitely connect with us and ask us any questions, any, any way we can help anybody listening, you know, hit us up. And uh, that's what we're here for. So sorry. What were you going
1: to say? that same community we couldn't do this podcast without them because we wouldn't know what we know and whether it's limited or not like we wouldn't have this experience without it truly being a community that's supportive um and that wants you to learn they want you to grow because as you grow they grow and and as they grow you grow and it's just like you're bringing these guys along with you they're bringing you along with them and they're expanding what you believe is possible for this world you know i have a really good friend that he loves teaching and he teaches English and he's traveled the world teaching. Now, he, you know, I got to go to Thailand because he was over there teaching and now he's going to Sri Lanka to teach monks how to speak English in their temple, you know? Mm. And I'm like, dang, man. So it's changed my world as far as what is possible about traveling. And, and then when I went there and I saw what, how expansive this world is, same thing with jujitsu. It's like, you get these experiences. This guy's an archer and a surfer and this and, that and dancer and, And the same thing, there was a guy that I was talking to, he's a butcher and he does this, like, he does that crazy mountain biking where he goes down mountains and shit. And he like, man, he showed me the videos of it. It's so fast. Like he's going like 30, 40 miles an hour down this mountain. Yeah. And he crashed one time and man, it looked like he just hit a wall. I was like, oh, (laughs) it's nuts, man. And so he paid like four or five grand for his mountain bike. That's how expensive that bike is wow you know and he loves it it's just what he loves he loves doing it he does jiu he does that and he just talks about it and it's so awesome to watch and, and he's going to hop on a helicopter and go into utah and hop on a helicopter they're going to fly him up to the top of this mountain and he's going to ride down the mountain no way you have to use a helicopter <laughs> to get up there yeah man. Jesus, yeah that's fucking crazy cool. dude that's cool so these guys they just open you up to like different perspectives in life and it just shows you like how powerful You know, like it's that networking thing, like your net worth is connected to your network, you know, and, 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 you know, the five people you're closest to, like really impacts your life. You're going against, yeah. you're going around and and spending time with people that are really uplifting themselves and pushing themselves to a new level of them, you know, and you can't help but be affected by that. It's going to change you.
0: Yes, exactly, man.
1: Something I really want to touch on that we didn't touch on yet, because I know it was profound for me when I started finding a game that i like to play and and a lot of the guys that i roll with they know like ah will's close guard i don't want to get in that shit you know like for whatever reason and i'm not saying it's good because i get my butt kicked every day too but um at least they know that's the game i'm playing and i'm not shy about it you know and and same thing with you i'm sure the guys know that you do half guard you know but they know know i play
0: half guard but they're not fucking scared of it they just smash it yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah 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 One day that table oh, will fucking turn.
1: One, day. Yeah. <laughs> one time I watched, I, I'll share the two experiences with clothes guard in a minute, but I want to know your experience first. Um, when you decided on half guard, what was it that really stood out to you? And what kind of experience did you have in the moment? Cause I know when, when I watched uh, Hodger Gracie, his clothes guard, I was like, whoa, like I saw it in a whole different light. And when I watched my coach, like I watched him get in close guard one time. With a really good uh jujitsu player. And then he just kind of looked over at me and was just chilling. Like he was just like he was very playful, like he's a kid. And I'm like, whoa, what if I could do jujitsu like that? Like yeah. his clothes was so good, it like like jolted me a little bit. I was like, Oh, like it excited me. It gave me an ideal to like strive for, you know, and my clothes are not his. I'm not saying it is or Hodger Those they're that's amazing, but there was something that moved in me when I saw it and I'm like, okay, there's something special about clothes guard for me. And so I wonder if you had a similar experience so you could share it so that maybe whoever's listening to this, if they get that kind of spark, they'll know what it is and they'll start playing that game for them. Cause I really believe jujitsu meets you where you're at and it gives you what you need and you just got to follow it. You follow the inspiration, the enthusiasm, the spark, the interest. Was any of that, come up for you with half guard is that what led you there or
0: yeah so in, initially it was um it was a video I was watching like I said of uh, John Denner and uh, Bernardo Faria they were talking about it and they said you know if you're a bigger dude I'm I'm like six foot 200 pounds approximately and you know over 35 then this is a good position because you you know you can neutralize a lot of these smaller, faster guys by using the half guard. You know, you get them in your half guard and and it's not something where they can there's not a lot of movement. Your bodies are pretty close to each other. So they're not standing up doing toriando and this type of shit. They're like stuck to you.
1: You yeah, know what made that kind of be important to you? I think then, like well, what made you see- was it like you were you struggling and kind of seeking some answers to the struggles? Because I think that's yeah. a good thing about like failing in jiu It it expands you to find other options, right? Find yeah. find find an, the opportunity and the obstacle. Like find a way over through it, around it. You 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 learn that you're you're resilient. Does that make sense? Yes. So I was what I was doing was
0: um, I was looking at. I was looking in, I was probably researching how to avoid injury as an older uh, grappler, you know, how to avoid injury as an older grappler at this point, a hobbyist grappler, how to avoid injury. And through beautiful marketing, BJJ fanatics popped up, you know, because they know that that's on the guy that's looking for that. And they're talking about, Hey, do half guard. And here's our half guard fucking instructional, you know? And so um, I looked, I started looking into it because I was getting injured, you know, and I was going too hard, especially as a white belt, you know, and then I started getting injured. How do I avoid injury? And then, so I looked into half guard and it just seemed like it makes, made sense. You know, there's so many sweeps from there. You can really, if you're good at it, you just can really sweep and dominate. You just gotta be, you know, you you might, you're going to get cross-faced a lot and smash, especially in the beginning. But, um, I watched, I then watched, After watching it for, you know, looking at the instructionals, I watched Bernardo in a lot of his uh, black belt world championship matches and the stuff that he was teaching on the DVD, like you, like the half guard domination of BJJ fanatics, he's teaching that, right? Then you go watch him at that level. He's fighting all the big name dudes at that time, heavyweight fucking black belts and he's doing the exact fucking shit he taught on the thing step for step, exactly what he did to become a world champion. He teaches you that shit, and then you watch him against these really good guys, and you're like, Oh fuck, he's gonna do it, he's gonna do the fucking sweep he just taught me, and yep. he fucking did it, and the shit worked, and it worked, and it worked. And I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna do this shit right here, man, because he's a big that's dude and he's he's it's fucking working, you know.
1: And so that that inspired me, and yeah, you know that's the inspiring spark that you get, but yeah. Also what I want to point out cuz this is and I think I've shared this on a previous episode of this podcast is like what I was blown away with by uh uh coach is like I went to the beginner class which is like fundamentals you don't even roll you just kind of practice the techniques and then right after that is the advanced class and because I was competing I was able to do the advanced even though it's like for higher belts and up but if you compete you can go to the advanced classes in our academy at least and we were rolling and I had to take one round off because there was an odd number of people and I was watching coach and he was doing the stuff he showed us in the beginner class to the advanced higher belts. And I was like, oh, there's no bullshit. Like it's jujitsu. And yeah. I was blown away. I'm like, coach, no, what, what the hell? You're a black belt. You're supposed to be doing like weird shit. Backflips and shit. Like <laughs> flippy stuff and kicking. And, <laughs> and he just laughed. He's like, it's just jujitsu, man. And I'm like, that's exactly what you just showed us in the beginner class. Like, that's the easy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It, it, when you're a black belt, you understand, like, no, 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 no. Th- this is a fundamental. This is what works. Like, this is the foundational. And that's what a mentor should do. They're not just talking about it, they're doing it, they're living it, they're being it, right? yeah yeah talk about this because it's cool or whatever they live it it's true to them hey and i gotta plug something real quick
0: why you say that because my other podcast the increased life yeah the inspirational podcast the uh the tagline for that is what i share at the end of each episode is we don't just talk about it we live it
1: so there that, you go. That, that applies to fucking jiu so check out that other podcast too that's useful for mentorship right like like yeah because I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, dude, I need to do some podcasts on like identifying how you find a mentor Because How important is that? Right. Cause I got this idea of, from jujitsu is like, how do I create a support system to build my coaching business? Right. I need a coach, someone that's going to coach me and kind of guide me a mentor. Right. Uh, I need people that like black belts, like that I look up to like people that inspire me, like Bernardo Faria and all these other big name black belts. They, they push you to want to be better. Right. They, they give you an ideal to like to visualize and see, so and then I need guys around me that are also coaches that are that are going through some of the similar struggles, to kind of support me, encourage me, maybe give me advice because they've been there before. Like you got to start building a, a support structure that's similar to what we get at Jiu Jitsu, because I I I'm telling you, there's like a universal like principle that's made Jiu Jitsu so freaking powerful. And yes. if I could just identify what those little principles are and start bringing them into other areas of my life, I'm gonna have the same kind of experience in other areas of my life and I really believe there's some ideals about mentorship that I'm getting from coach you know that from my coach that I'm like wait a minute if he could do this and like because I was just like ah he just shows us the easy stuff and beginners like yeah yeah whatever I'm bored like I'll just show these young like white belts these dorks like this you know Mm -hmm. that's my ego talking and telling me that oh yeah you're just a beginner you're just a beginner then I realized like oh no boy like if you're a beginner you're awkwardly trying to figure out the shrimping and you're doing the beginner classes you're learning the stuff that the black belts are implementing to do well
0: yeah that they've how, taken how 10 years to get good at
1: yeah, yeah how amazing is that like doesn't matter when you begin where you start you're doing it you know yeah.
0: yep you're 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 learning the same things So everybody's learning. Yeah.
1: We're going to keep adding to that like list of what makes someone a good mentor. And that's definitely one of them, the principles. Well,
0: on that topic too, I want to add, you know, like you said how it's important to, and for a long time I didn't think it was important to get mentors in other things like, Oh, I can figure this shit out on my own. Oh, I don't want to spend the money to get a mentor, this and that. But after being in jujitsu, you realize like, man, okay, I got these two podcasts Soon here, there's a couple of mentors I've been looking at who have built six-figure businesses podcasting. So why not fucking pay them to mentor me as my black belt in podcasting? You know, I, you know, there's mindset. You do mindset coaching, right? You coach people on mindset. It's something you've been through a lot in your life to get to this point to be able you've done a lot of fucking work, probably fucking near a decade. You've done a black belt amount of time of work on your mindset to be able to help people with their mindset, you know, and, you know, that, that would be, you help me with my mindset, you know, and it's, that's, we, we need to surround ourselves with people. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, right? You need to surround yourself with people. And, you know, you hear a lot of uh, successful entrepreneurs talk about how the most important investment you'll make is in yourself. And I kind of never understood that in the past but i understand it very clearly now the best money you're going to spend is on investing in yourself man because that's how you're going to get to where you want to be it's not about trying to get as much money as you can get it's about investing and becoming the best you and if that means paying mentors or paying somebody you know i can't get my there's one buddy i'm trying to get him to go to jiu-jitsu but he's just saying he won't pay the money to do it you know and he doesn't understand the power of that fucking hundred and something bucks a month how it will change his whole life he doesn't He's not yet comprehending it, but I'm going to stay on him, but yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people in that situation where I don't need anybody. I can figure it out,
1: but you can't, you need people you know, around you. You have to have people around you. It's so true, man. And that's exactly, you know, it's funny that just came up recently where something changed with my credit card or something happened where um, coach had to text me. He's like, Hey, and he says, no, no, it's very common. Like if something happens, I just hit you up. And, but it Like the expiration date changed on my card or something, but he texts me, hey, it didn't go through. And I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm like, I send him my, my info right away. I'm like, hey, <laughs> like one of my favorite payments to pay. Like, don't let me miss this one. I yeah. love seeing this every time, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I like when it comes up on my thing. I'm like, yeah, like I love seeing that bill paid. Like, you know, the money was sent to rivalry jujitsu. I'm like, yes. <laughs> bro. Think about the fucking
0: hundred and some, Think about the return on investment for jujitsu for the monthly small payments you pay life changing, change your whole fucking yeah. life for the better. Every area of your life, gain a community, gain strength, yeah. gain knowledge, gain fucking grit. Your whole life yeah. will get better because you're doing jujitsu motherfucker. And you know, for a hundred and something dollars a month, what other payment, where else can you do that shit? You know? Yeah. There's no excuse why you shouldn't be, get in there. If you, I think if you're able-bodied yeah. and you want to make a difference in your life, you want to change, you want to grow, fucking go do some jujitsu. You know, you're in San Diego. Come see me at the stronghold, man. You know,
1: yeah. come to rivalry in Fresno, you know, it's, it's wonderful, man. And then like we were talking to Juan, he does in Visalia. I told him, Hey, I'll come down there and train with you. Like, Hey, come up here to rivalry and train with me. Like I yeah. want to go around. I want to experience it in other academies. I want to go to other places and yeah. meet other you know and gals and and shout out to that's resilience
0: uh resilient jiu-jitsu resilient what is it resilience right
1: i don't know i I, that's what i I I think it is
0: let me me get the right uh because i want to shout him out real quick my my boy josh bowling down there and what's where they at are they in visalia
1: i think it's visalia yeah um i like i said i just connected to juan recently and he's he got injured but he's in jiu-jitsu again and that's so we were chatting about that yesterday so i haven't got all the details i'm going to meet with him tomorrow to talk to him more about jujitsu. but his yeah, son res- competed yeah
0: resilience just real quick resilience we're talking about resilience uh jiu-jitsu in visalia with uh, josh bowling is a professor down there he was a partner of mine in uh in uh, fresno pd so super cool guy, super good dude. Go check him out if you're in Visalia for sure. But anyhow, yeah. yeah, happy to hear Juan's in there. Jimmy in San Francisco, Jimmy, Jimmy's getting into it. So
1: yeah, I wonder what academy he goes to there. We got to keep listing out these academies. We'll have to do like, once we get a page up, we'll have to start listing all of them. The ones we're connected to through friends, you know? That'd be so yeah. cool. Yeah, definitely. Yep. But another thing that I've been noticing recently, my, my stepson just got his second stripe, by the way. Oh, yeah, right on yeah he's That's been awesome football, man doing a good job and what's crazy is he's got this little buddy that started training too this little guy and they're both like shorties like my he, he's not he's a tiny dude like my stepson's really small cute kid but man just tiny so he was like half the size of everyone in the class and just getting smashed like hoped <laughs> even had to make rules with the games that they play like hey if you knock down lincoln you have to sit out like because but oh, so they were just like but And he would get just face planted into the mat, and that boy would pop up smiling, like "Yeah!" Like, I'm like, he's got the best heart, man. He just was always happy, and I always tell him, "We're driving to jujitsu." I'm like, "What's the number one rule? Have fun. That's it. Mm -hmm. it. That's what we do. We're here to have fun." Yeah, man. and so I've always said that from day one with him and, and, and cause I want him to have fun always. And he does man, but he's got this new guy that they've been training together for a while now. And man, they're the same size, similar sizes, and he's been getting so good. And uh, the only thing he was doing was he kept rolling over when you get taken down, he'd roll over and give up his back. Mm-hmm. And so I was at home before we went to jitsu I'm like, look, man, just recover your guard here, put your knee in here. And we were practicing. And he's so little, it's so hard to practice because he can't get his legs around me and stuff. Yeah. So I was just showing him a like, few things. And boom, that night he got it. Oh, he good. It. I'm like, oh my gosh. And coach came up to me when he gave him the second stripe. He's like, He's getting really good and watching him. I mean, he's, he's sprawling. He's like not letting him get the takedown. He's defending against the takedown he's just getting so good. His mount is really good. It's amazing to see like kids. He started when he was four. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And yeah. Now he's starting to Pick it up just through repetition and showing up and doing it and having an amazing coach, of course, but um, he's picking it up and he's getting good. I'm like, he's 32 years ahead of me. Like he's got a head start by 32 years. What could he accomplish in 32 years if he stays in jujitsu? You know, compared yeah. to at, at 36, right?
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's, amazing. Uh, it's gonna be the best thing you've ever. You know that that will be one of the best things you ever do for his his life. You know, definitely. Yeah. And good. also, man, and also not to downplay the people starting late because I think no. you get you're always getting into it in the perfect time. You know, you're always getting into it in the perfect time. It. it you know, for me, maybe starting 30 years ago wouldn't have been the fucking best time to get into jujitsu. Maybe right now is the most magical time to be doing it. So because there's a lot of people who get late starts. I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people listening are, are late starters, man.
1: Oh, but yeah. It's still yeah. going
0: to it's going to give you that fucking it's going to
1: look at what your late start, so to speak, has done for me in my late start, so to speak. And I'm just saying that very lightly. Yeah. And look at the impact it's had on him and his early start. Exactly. Like yeah. we stand on the shoulders of giants in life, you know? Yeah. There's like people that made sacrifices ahead of us that we don't even know about, we didn't know about, and that we're benefiting from that's put us in a position in order to get a late start so that I can allow the blessing to pass down to my 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 buddy and my stepson, right? exactly as well as the effect that it has on everything else in your life exactly.
0: your business yeah. and everything man you know so, just,
1: so there is no yeah. late it's, yeah, like it's all perfect man It meet you right in the perfect time in the perfect place you know as exactly. it should yeah so we're right where we need to be so mm-hmm. you know i say that lightly but man that's powerful and mm-hmm. it to, like i really don't know if there's an end to the benefits of jujitsu, man
0: yeah and yeah, definitely get your kids in there and don't push
1: them hard and let them have fun you know let them enjoy it you know, and, and, uh, and even if they face adversity, like you did, like, because like, Hey, I'm older, I'm getting a late start. I need to be aware of the injuries and the impact it has on my body. Look where it led you. It led you to the inspiration of half guard and to mentors that guide you along that journey.
0: Yes. And to taking better care of my body than I ever have. I mean, I'm, I'm stretched, I stretch like 30 or 40 minutes in the morning and at night. Um, I feel like I'm reverse aging my body by the way I'm taking care of it now so yeah. that I can train jujitsu. And so well, it'll do that for you too. You know, my, my, my buddy that started uh, Jimmy, he started in uh, San Francisco recently and he's telling me that his knees are hurting and he's just getting, just getting started. And, uh, and I didn't want that to deter him from wanting to continue. So I am explaining to him like, dude, your knees hurting. Is your body telling you like, I'm going to get, I'm getting stronger I'm getting better now. Jiu jitsu is going to make you better, stronger, put you in better shape. Your body's, I swear, it'll reverse age you. You've been sitting around for fucking 15 years and now you're turning into a fucking, you know, a primal beast who's out there fucking fighting every night, you know, and your body, your body will adapt. Your body starts to adapt and you become a fucking body, soldier,
1: you know. But your mind too, right? Both, how, both yeah. How many times did I? Uh, message you on Marco Polo and be like, oh man, I don't want to go tonight. Oh man, I'm sore. I'm Oh man, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh man, I got smashed. Oh crap, I suck. Like whatever it is, the mind looks for any excuse to stay in comfort, right? To stay in the safety of my house because I didn't want to go to jiu-jitsu and get my ass whooped, right?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know
1: what was going to happen. What what if coach pairs me up with this other guy that I don't know how to, you know. He's way better. He's going to beat my ass. Yeah. And I was just like, how nice. That's another gift that that competition gave me. Like when I I, I no longer care about the unknown or, Oh, what if this, I, when I go to the, the Academy now, I'm like, cool. Like, man, I hope he pairs me up with someone I've never rolled before. Cause then I'm going to really see what the hell this is about or that's about. I, I love it. Like, yeah. bring it. You know, the worst that's going to happen is like tap. What the hell? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. You know? That's when you try your game you Yeah, try your, against new people, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, and I think that's the benefit of like, that's what, and, and maybe that's where jiu-jitsu knew I needed to shift my mindset, which is why I went to the competition. Some of you, you'll get that through the breakthroughs of the plateaus, right? Yeah. Or you'll get it through, hey, I reached out to Jackson because I was my enthusiasm to go to class was low. Yeah. What are you doing? You're asking for help. How often do we do that? Or especially as men, like, oh, fuck you. I don't need help. I don't need instructions. I don't need you know directions. Fuck that. I'm a, you know, ego bullshit. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. I called you or I had Marco pulled you and said, fuck man. I don't know. I don't know what to do, man. I'm, I'm sore. I don't want to go. You're like, bro, go, you got this, man. We'll get through this. And that's another benefit of that support system. Like the guys that are at my level, like we've kind of grown together, right? You get, you get in that group, like you become a group of guys that are like, you're a white belt like one strike, two strike, three strike. You, like, you kind of go through the, Grow the together. progression together. Like you're a group. There's like a little group of you. Like I, yeah. there's a group of us. And uh, like when I'm just, I get up after a roll, like, oh my gosh. Like the last time I rolled a coach, like it was like a five minute smash. Like, I'm like <laughs> oh my gosh. And I got up and I was just pouring sweat and I'm like, oh, my stomach. Like he was just kicking my butt, like in a, in a way that a black belt does. He really like pushes you, right? yeah. I look over and one of the guys, Johnny, he's tired too. And he looked like he just got the same beat down that I did. And I'm like, give him knuckles and we walk and get water and we go back for another round. And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm suffering like for a purpose and with someone next to me suffering the same way I am. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, kind of, it's like, Hey, he's keeps going. You can keep going. Like, let's do this. We got this. We're yeah. in this together. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I relate to that
0: greatly, man. Cause we have the same type of deal, you know, where it's. We, we all train the same nights, but we'll still text each other before each training you train. Yep. Yeah. It's either, it's kind of like to make sure sh- it's kind of like you're motivating each other, but you're like, I don't know why the fuck we do it. You know, you're going, but you ask them every night. I ask the motherfucker every night or I'll get a text. You training the night? Yeah. Motherfucker. I train, I train Mondays. Yeah. You training or, or like uh there the other day we were, we have this Brown belt and he's like 230, 240 pounds, Stanford fucking D one wrestler so he's just like a smash machine dude he can kill you with his smashing if he wants stanford fucking d1 wrestler brown belt and he's good you know and nice guy man but he's just you're just like fuck and uh and he was <laughs> he was standing there you know you roll and then you see who's who's ready to roll and no one was rolling with him it was just me and this other my other buddy who's in my like blue belt training partner group and and my buddy didn't see me and <laughs> I was looking at him. He was looking over at the brown belt, you know, and then he was like looking away and he was looking over there. And so I called the brown belt. I was like, hey, Kyle,
1: Sonny wants to roll with you. oh i love it <laughs> and that made him a better person after yeah 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 for sure that, like there's this brown belt that i rolled the nicest guy just so cool and it's like i was showing him my my competition videos so that he could break it down and man he pointed out so much but he turned into like a little kid he was so excited like oh you could have done this oh try this oh look at that and I was like, like my brain started getting overwhelmed. Cause he had 37 different like options. And I'm like, Ooh. And he's like, Oh man, I could see like your brain's getting overwhelmed. I, I'm just excited. And I'm like, dude, he loves teaching us. Like he loves sharing. He loves like encouraging us. And then you roll with him and man, does he whoop the crap out of you? And he doesn't take it easy because I won't get better, you know? And he's like showing me levels and he's showing me different techniques. And I'm like, I'm always grateful, but it's a survival. Like, I'm yeah. just surviving. I'm like, oh, ugh. like I try to get one thing and I kind of get it and then he kicks my butt and I'm like, well, hey, I learned. I tried, I tr- I you tried while you're
0: just fucking laying there and can't move and, and then shit.
1: When you get yeah. up after getting your butt whooped like that, you're like, hmm, I'm proud. Like, I'm proud of myself. I survived. You know, I did it. I did it, so yeah. huh. Very few people can do that kind of stuff to you. The way coach can pressure you, the way he can pressure you. Yeah. Not a lot of people can do operate in that manner you know yeah. there's no, it's not like guys are just walking around the street that skilled like all the time yeah unless yeah. You're really dedicated a, a big portion of your life focused to this practice you can't do the kind of things they can do by just yeah, taking man. you down and just smashing you're like how is that even physically possible like it feels like coach can put like all of his weight in the size of a quarter like on your chest you're yeah like, yeah 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 how are you doing this and yeah. his, his knees, like, I think I can sneak my legs in like, oh yeah, I got this. But his legs are like arms. Like he can grab onto my leg with his leg. And I'm like, how are you holding onto my leg? Like, yeah. how is it even possible? And it's just, it's so frustrating at times, but it's so awesome because you're like, wow. Like, how is that even possible? Yeah. And so it really opens you up to like, hey, good job. You just survived five minutes of an ass kicking that. Is high level ass kicking, you know? Yeah, survived it.
0: Like yeah, there's you levels to it. And the beautiful got- thing is, it it makes you realize too. You know, it makes you realize like, okay, I can get somewhere within this. You know, this is a this is a attainable. I mean, I don't know about the D1 wrestler, fucking, but you know, even that guy, man, even that guy, nicest fucking dude. He sits there. He sits after he rolls with you. He'll sit and talk with you about everything. You, yeah. He sits after class. He he sits after class and he waits and he just jumps. He, hey, can I show you something? Hey, what about this? What about that? He sits there and just teaches after class because he loves it so much, you know, and that's, that's, that's the attitude that, well,
1: and even have, that's you know. the thing, like my journey wasn't meant to be a Stanford D1 wrestler. My journey, exactly. to be what I am. And so jujitsu meets you where you're at Yeah. Like, and it gives you what you most need. And somehow it just innately knows how to do that. Like I need people like that uh, brown belt and, and coach in my life. And they give me things that I apply to other areas of my life, my marriage, my parenting, my, my coaching. It's not always about like me being like a high level black belt competitive guy, like coaches. It's not about that. No. And I don't need to do that. He's doing that. I have him in my life. I don't need that. I don't need to accomplish that because he has, I need to be me. I don't need to be him. And it's for some reason, the community builds that where you have what you need and it pushes you in other areas you didn't know you needed until you get there. Right. And it's just, it's the most beautiful system that if you apply it to other areas of your life, you'll have similar successes. I believe that
0: with all my heart. 100%. Yep. That's why I keep going. Yeah. One, one of the reasons there's a lot of reasons, but that's, that's one of the,
1: yeah. And that's one thing that we've been working on lately. Like I challenge you today, like, Hey, let's share this with three people each, you know, and I just want to point that out before we get off so that we can continue to build on this like another thing you get from this jiu community is nothing but love you know nothing but encouragement and support yeah. and i was blown away with when i sent it like the the reaction i got they're like man like share this this is great you know it's like what there's no lack mindset they're no like ah man what you trying to do like bleh. there's no negativity it's like man great job keep going like you got this like always yeah, that's, I don't know the, that's the reaction you got, but and and then even with the guys that are just starting, like you're beginning them on the jiu-jitsu journey. How does that feel to do? You know, what is your experience with the, both those with the oh,
0: yeah, man? Well, and getting people started. Yeah. Well, as far as jujitsu, uh, the community, the whole community is like that. And that's why it's a beautiful group, a beautiful niche to share something into, because everybody you have a very common denominator here you know and it's a bunch of people who are super in love with what they're doing or else they wouldn't be doing it motherfuckers wouldn't be doing it you know these there's nobody in jiu-jitsu who's like ah, i'm just showing up fucking for no reason they're showing up because they fucking love it you know so you have something that you love that's so intricate and so powerful and does so much for you and you get to share that with this other group of people it just creates this really strong community of support So, you know, I'm great, definitely grateful for jujitsu because of that. And then the idea of that's one of the reasons I like I want to do this podcast is the satisfaction and the the feeling that it brings to get other people into jujitsu. You know, it's uh, I feel like it's our our job almost to like, you know, that's why I bugged you for a year about it, man. I kept telling you, bro, like over and over, you got to get in jujitsu, motherfucker, you know, and then what's happening is other people are seeing like. Maybe they see a post I did or something. And I know that's what happened with Jimmy. You know, he saw the blue belt post and then he started looking into it and inspired him. And now he's doing it. He fucking loves it. And yeah. to see that happening, with the, to, to be able to get people in and help them out. And then you get to mentor a little bit. Not like we're great. We, we can be mentors. We're not black belt mentors, yeah, but we're still fucking mentors. Around,
1: right. What's that? My coach is grooming me to become a better man that can, you know, follow in his footsteps and, and impact people the way he is. You know, I believe yeah. that.
0: Yes, exactly. And that's what, that's what we're doing, you know? So it's a, it's a great
1: film. We got to find a way to highlight like the people that we get started in jujitsu, you know, whether it's someone that hears this and they get started because they heard this, we can find like, if they reach out to us, we can, you know, share something about them or there's gotta be on the show. Yeah. We got to have something that we can connect with them on. uh, So that would be cool, man. Even if Jimmy, like if he starts, we can highlight him somehow honor him for starting and, and encourage him because, the beginning is the hardest part, right? And yeah. that's what I've discovered. And that's why I was blessed to have you to help me and then have the community. But we just got to get you started so you can tap into the freaking value of this community. And yes. once you're in it, and once you're connected to it, you're good. You're like, good. You're, you're going to be on that path for a long time. And you're going to have the support you deserve and need uh, along this journey because it's it's worth it. Yeah. But it's just getting started. I wonder how we can, we'll have to brainstorm a way of highlighting these people that are getting started and really like, Hey, we, we see you. We, we got you. Like, thank you. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for listening. All of it. We got to find a way to do that. You yeah. Know? We'll, we'll figure out a good way to do that, man. So I don't know. Freaking we'll figure something out. Yeah. We'll figure out something cool.
0: Um, but uh, even maybe, ha- like I said, maybe even having them on for a part of the show, just come on and talking about their experience so far and why they started and what it's doing for them. And if they have any questions, I don't know. We'll figure it out, man. But, That'd be cool. but yeah, man, um, right on well I know it's getting close to the time you're gonna to have to go so uh, yeah, I guess we can we can wind it down um that's been a good good episode and
1: yeah and let's start knocking um, it out we'll get some more going weekly and, and uh, we'll start really getting us out there and sharing it more and more and
0: uh yeah keep- and we'll get the logo too let's talk about that later man I want to get that started because I want to be able to throw that on shirts or whatever man so we can we can send those out to people too but anyhow we'll get that going man but um Yeah, man. So everybody out there, if you haven't started, get started. If you already started, keep going. And if you hit a plateau, just know that there's a light at the end of that motherfucker. And if you have any questions, you know, definitely we're here to help anybody who needs. If anybody that we can assist and help and serve, I know I speak for William, too. That's our joy in life. Like we want to help you out. We want to help you create a better life for yourself, create liberation, create freedom, happiness, whatever the fuck it is you're looking for jiu-jitsu is a good vehicle and we are we will definitely give you whatever we can to help you get there as well so hit us up you can hit me up at the increase life on instagram and william at the will dennis hit us up man any questions you want us to talk about something on the show we'll shout you out whatever it is you know we appreciate you taking the time to listen if you got this far for sure so rate and review subscribe if you're on spotify follow you know and let other people know about this podcast and lastly and well let william if you want to say anything but also i also have another podcast called the increased life and it's more of an inspirational podcast where i speak to you know entrepreneurs authors speakers and, and that's just some positivity in your life you know and if you're doing jujitsu, listen to that too you know because i know you like positivity so um, yeah man it's a good yeah. episode
1: just reiterate man adversity is your ally right like adversity is not your enemy. It's not meaning you're doing something wrong. It's mean you're putting in the work and going in the right direction. And and same thing with jujitsu will meet you where you're at. Just like when you were struggling with injuries or you're like, man, how do I, you know, every time you you see maybe a weakness or you're, you're fearful of this or that, and how can I do jujitsu? It's guiding you exactly to the answers you need to find to help you build your game and actually live into this jujitsu journey that you're supposed to be living into. And all the answers are there if you're just willing to put in the time, stick with it, and you can stick with it if you have the right support system that, that is built into jujitsu jiu- as well, and in this podcast, we're here to, to support you, so we're in this together. I wouldn't have started without your support, and I hope that this podcast can be the support that maybe if we they don't have us on their phone, right, uh, like they can't send us a text now they can click in this podcast and they have us in their pocket. They have a conversation with us. You know what I mean? Yes. Enjoying the
0: conversation. Yes, sir. Right on. Beautiful. All right. So rollers jujitsu podcast, right on William. All right, man. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, get out there and uh, get some training in and we'll talk to you on the next one on episode 14. So right on.